Hey guys, you're listening to Winging It with Holly. In this podcast series, I'll be sharing the fun and interesting things I've learned about birds since I started really noticing them five years ago. I'm no expert though, so along the way I'll be picking the brains of my knowledgeable birdie friends, the human ones that is, so we can learn and wing it together. You can see birds anywhere, in a city or the countryside, watching from a balcony or your local park. And I'm hoping these short episodes will help you notice and learn more about our feathered friends, especially if you have never taken the time to get to know them before. My friend Sean joins me on the podcast this week where we swap some fascinating and very random birdie facts, including which species lay eggs the size of coffee beans, what type of bird uses poop as a weapon, and which birds hold the record for being the largest, smallest or fastest in the world. Yeah, I do just need to check the levels anyway. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Oh my gosh. <coughs> That's a great wagtail. <coughs> there you go. I've never seen one in this park before. I see them all the time, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> That's, That's amazing. You see how it... Oh my gosh. Yeah. What the hell? Okay, I need to tell the birdie crew. Um, uh, how, how, many, how many facts do you reckon you've got? It's about six. I wonder if we six. have the same facts. I doubt it. <laughs> Do you reckon? Do you reckon? Um, so, Shawnee G, welcome, welcome to Winging It With Holly. Family friend, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, and I'd definitely describe you the same way. <laughs> um, I just want to point out to the listeners that despite, you know, in your intro, you're saying, like, you know, knowledgeable people about birds. I'm not necessarily a knowledgeable person about birds, but... I don't know the individual birds, but I do know a bit about birds in general, yes. which is I found quite surprising when I was li- well thinking about what we're going to talk about. Today. When you suggested all those ideas, um, I was surprised at how I, th- I think I honestly do think you will bring a different, a, a nice and a different perspective to. Yeah, you might not know the the kind of about certain birds, but I think you know about other birdie stuff. I think you're right. I think different is probably the word we're looking for. <laughs> Um, do you uh, so I uh, every, every with every guest I like to ask if you have a favorite bird can you t- do you have a favorite bird yeah I do it's it's the albatross obviously mm. it's the coolest bird isn't it okay. it is tell a- me more tell me why well I, I just never heard a bad word said about an albatross right they mate for life they live for ages they they just they can do an ama- amazing things they've got they, they've got the longest wingspan of any bird mm-hmm do you know what can you take a guess about what that is well it's funny you mentioned albatross because i've got see this is why i feel like we might be bringing some of the f- same facts to this episode yeah they're the biggest flying bird in the world and uh the wandering albatross has a wingspan of 11 feet is that your information yeah that yeah fa- <laughs> fact check that checks out yeah which that's that's taller than me that, um, that's a lot taller than me yeah i know that's it's mad that is mad um, so actually, we should probably just say that the the point about this episode, we're going to basically just be sharing some fun birdie facts with each other, and that being one of them. Do do you know about wisdom, the albatross? I know all about wisdom, <laughs> the albatross. Yeah, <laughs> I know all about wisdom, the albatross. But I've got loads of other facts, right. but not necessarily about albatrosses. Okay, so I, I'm going to fact check you now. Go on. Uh, how old do you think that wisdom is thought to be? I reckon. <laughs> no, it's because I'm <laughs> um, Well, she was first 
um, sort of like, I think, well, they, I read, they use the word band, but banded, but I think, I think that means ringed. I'm not really sure, but, um, in like 1956. So they think she must be at least 70 years old. Yeah. Checks out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oldest confirmed wild bird. Isn't that mad? That we think. Yeah. She's, she's, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And. How many chicks? How many chicks? Um, between 30 and 36 <laughs> I've got 40 plus so I'm, I'm going to top trump you on that I've got wow. 40 plus okay she has been busy but did you know that actually that like albatross aren't or the, the type of one that she is um, what is it a lace and albatross they're not actually normally supposed to live that long so she has outlived mm. several of her partners because obviously also albatross are known for typically mating for life she has She's mm. ha- she's outlived some of her partners, so she's mm. had to, you know, get it on with some other guys instead. Yeah, wisdom likes to get about, doesn't she? <laughs> but at least, I think she's. I mean, she's. You can't blame her. Like, if if your mate dies, do you know what I mean? She's still got. You know, she's still got something in her, so she's got to go for it, right? I, yeah. Although it sounds like she's getting a, a a little bit desperate now. Do you know who her 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 most recent partner is? Do know? Do I know him? It's her father. <laughs> oh no! No, you just shattered all my idea. I had this built-up thing of wisdom, and now she's wait. wait it's her father. I know. But then, how old's her father? I, well, that doesn't make any sense. No, I, 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 I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You've got a fair point. If she's, you know what? You're right. Because if yeah. she's the oldest and yeah. she's seventy, oh yeah. She, yeah, I Maybe think. I read that wrong then. I think I think you read that wrong. I think I think it was his her grandfather. <laughs> oh God. Um, well, okay, sorry. So I I don't I haven't actually yeah. tarnished her reputation because no, that no. doesn't you match. Tarnished your own though yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. All right. Okay. Can I just do one more fact actually well, yeah. about about more? wisdom? Yeah. And this one is true. Okay. <laughs> For the listeners, this one is actually true. <laughs> Uh, take a guess at the number of miles. What's her mileage? Oh, uh, oh. Estimation, obviously, is an estimation. Oh, I'm not good at this kind of like. Could you give me like a, a range to go with? Yeah, I'll give you between zero and five billion. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Um, uh, well, I'm gonna st- five hundred thousand. Okay, that that's that's a bit short. I mean, it says here in my notes three. <laughs> billion miles what wow. that sounds unbelievable yeah we might have to fact check that post <laughs> yeah, yeah. edit yeah? yeah 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 okay can you that's that's your job you've got to fact check <laughs> but i mean let's let's just say it right now wisdom she is an incredible creature the the oldest known wild bird out there 70 years old she's had like over 36 babies she's just yeah what a what a girl what a gal. Round of applause for wisdom. Okay. Shall I give you a fact now? Yeah. <laughs> and can you just tell me if it's one of your facts? Because <laughs> this is where this episode might go a bit wrong. Uh, can you guess? No. Um, well, yeah. Can you guess the smallest bird in the world? The smallest bird in the world. Well, the tiniest one might be from your family. A tit? Good guess, but no. Shall I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, bee hummingbird. 
Oh, of course, of course, of course. And I actually knew that in the deepest, darkest depths of my brain. I knew that. I think I've seen that on an Attenborough, actually. Can you guess why it's called a bee hummingbird? Because it's about the size of a bee. That's correct, Shawnee G. So, at barely two inches in height, and their eggs, get this, their eggs are about the size of a coffee bean. So can you imagine the chick that hatches... The size of the chick that will hatch from an egg the size of a coffee bean. Isn't that incredible? That is absolutely insane. That's mad. Um, they, so they are only a tiny bit bigger than the average bumblebee, hence bee, hummingbird. However, unfortunately, that also makes them sometimes the target for the kind of animals that would eat bees. Right. Um, including uh, mongoose, wasps. Who knew wasps eat bees? Um, frogs and spiders. Well, I can believe that wasps eat bees because wasps. I mean, I love bees, but wasps are, you know, there's a little bit of they they've got a dark side. They've got a dark side, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. But then I'm wondering what, even if you, they don't get eaten, something that small, a bird that small, must have a very high metabolism and must have a pretty short life expectancy anyway. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, I would think it doesn't, it can't possibly live that long. Like, and um, yeah, it's, I mean, when you're that tiny, but cu- cute, right? Yeah, yeah, very cute. <laughs> Right. Apart from the getting eaten bit. Yeah, yeah, none of it. Um, so, right, let's uh, hear a fact from you, Sean. Um, well, I'm going to give you a true or false. Okay. Okay, so you've got a guess. Right. Holly, mm. is it true or false that flamingos can only eat with their head upside down? Uh, true. Yes, bingo. Hey. Bingo. They can only eat with their head upside down. I don't know why, <laughs> but that's fascinating, isn't it? That is fascinating. I mean, they, they must... I do. I feel like they do always spend a lot of their time with their necks bent over, don't they? Just kind of so. Yeah, it's probably the size of their neck. Um, biggest bird in the world. You must know this one. Albatross. We just covered that. No, no, no. The biggest. La- Sorry. Well, no. Okay. Oh, right. No, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, but, so, right. so albatross have are the largest flying bird. Right. Ostrich. Correct. Yeah. So um, they are biggest yes. of all the birds on earth, both in size and weight. Um, they grow up to nine feet tall and can weigh up to 287 pounds. That is incredible. Um, and I don't really have anything more to say about that, actually. <laughs> Basically, that's <laughs> it. They're, that, they're incredible. I'm that's gobsmacked. I'm flabbergasted yeah, yeah, yeah. by He's that fact. Speechless. Yeah. I've left He's, you speechless. It's not often I'm speechless, but that's <laughs> it's, it's mind blowing, isn't it? All right, come on. Let's hear your one. Okay, uh, but it's a guessing one. Go on. Okay, how high can a penguin jump? Like longest recorded, yeah. In the Penguin Olympics. In the Penguin Olympics. Well, I made that up. There's no Penguin Olympics. I know. But <laughs> <laughs> imagine. Um, imagine a pole vault, pole like vault in penguin. As in like, um, Off the ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, into the air. Into the air. Like a jump. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just a guess. Eight feet. Ooh, that's not far off. Listeners, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? I think eight feet as well. Do you think up or down? <laughs> Listeners, it's nine foot. Nine, nine foot, so it's a really good guess. And I it's, but it's, it's nine feet, and then I was like, well, I've just said nine feet for um, ostrich. Yeah, there you oh. go. There you go. Maybe there's something in that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's some kind of, you know, nature has a so lot of similarities. So you realise that peng- whatever penguin that is, jumps the height of an ostrich. Yeah, with his wings... Wait, no, wasn't the ostrich 11 foot, you said? No, 9 feet. 
Nine feet, okay. Right. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you are, yeah. <laughs> right, you are. This is why you're doing the podcast, not me. Because <laughs> well, you know your stuff. Well, no, just because I've got my notes and yeah. I'm reading them. <laughs> you don't need to tell the listeners that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can right. keep that to yourself. Oh, yeah, I'll edit that bit. I out. don't have any notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's that you got on your phone there, Sean? <laughs> um, so, that is incredible. I mean, who knew that penguins. What the hell? Who knew they, who knew they could. They weren't. You don't. They don't really strike you as jumping birds, do they? No, but waddling it, birds. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think the thing I always think about penguins I, is that on land they look incredibly awkward, don't they? But then when they get in the water, incredibly oh. graceful, right? So maybe uh, this is you know it's the start of them. You know they don't really want to be on the land, so when they jump, they're trying to get as far away from it as possible. <laughs> perhaps I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Say that's fair. You're right. Once, once they're in the water, it's like they're meant to. They were meant to be there. Like yeah. They're very. Yeah. They're great swimmers. Um. I like it. Thank you. Okay. The fastest bird in the world. So we have them here in Brighton, and they're the fastest birds in the world. Do you know what they are? It depends. It's because like if you if you it's spent like are they doing a dive? Are they level flight? They're diving. They're diving. Yeah. I, mean, do, I feel like you know this because of what you just said. Do Do we have peregrine falcons? Yeah, yes. Come do. on. And I don't even have any notes. Hey, and actually, I saw a peregrine falcon yesterday. Um, did you? <laughs> Where did you see it? In the sky. Oh, huh? Was it diving <laughs> in the sky? <laughs> nice one. Very original. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, incredible birds. They're the fastest bird on the planet, achieving speeds of around 200 to 245 miles and uh, 200 to 240 miles per hour in its high-speed dive, and up to 68 miles per hour while in level flight. And to reach such extreme speeds, the falcon has the ability to fold its aerodynamic wings back against its body to reduce drag. Um, I don't know what drag is supposed to mean, but um, can I just explain one thing yeah. about peregrines? So when they're doing that dive, do you know what they're going for? Uh, worms. <laughs> you think <laughs> no, they need I to don't. travel at 240 miles per hour <laughs> to get a worm? <laughs> I mean... Earthworm Jim? Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> he can move. Uh, uh, no, they, um, they, their diet is uh, in, an interesting choice. They eat pigeons. So they will often. So peregrines will. You'll, they'll be up high on, really high up on some sort of skyscraper or some sort of structure, and um, they'll they'll see pigeons down below, and like oh my god, the the dive is basically so that once they impact the impact on the pigeon is that it's instantly dead. Right. Like they get it and it's do- it's dead. And so they kind of intersect them and just bash them. Boosh, yeah. Right. And they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And I, t- I find the idea, I find like the way that birds attack other birds, I find that quite interesting. Yeah. Do you know some, I saw an Attenborough documentary that some use use their, like their birdie plops. Excuse me? Birdie they, plops? Yeah, they use the birdie oh. plops to attack other birds. Okay. Yeah, the the birds, they, they bombard other birds okay. with, with, with their plops. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean they bombard them? Well, like plops? they fly over them. What, and just shit on them? Yeah, and just shit on them. And if, because if a bird gets like bird plop in its wings sometimes, that can be fatal because they can't fly properly as well. Do you think that's what's happening? What kind of bird is this? 
Uh, <laughs> you, oh, that, uh, it's field first. Field first versus like so it's like in the field first versus I saw it on Attenborough. Field fairs, right? (laughs) Versus Raven. It's on Life of Birds, right? This is true. If you you don't have to fact check Attenborough, right? Okay, okay. Use the plops as a weapon and like they get they get them in their feathers and that can be lethal because they can't they can't fly. Wow. Interesting. Also, while we're on the subject of birdie plops. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Some birds and I I can't tell you which ones, but some birds, Mm. the the dirty ones. Yeah. They they go for plops before they take off to give them an easier run of it, right? And a nicer flight. And some of that that can be up to a third of their body weight. Are you saying to to fly better, they unload before they fly? Yeah, like you might do before you go for a run, for instance. <laughs> Stop! Don't get so close to the microphone when you say that. Oh God! Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Um, Sean. Yo. How many? Oh, sorry. Can I add one more bit to that? Yeah. I just want to put it in context. Yeah, so yeah, you were saying like up to 240 miles an hour. Yeah. The, to put that in context, mm-hmm. the speed of sound is 767 miles per hour. So that that's good going. That's getting on. That's you know over, you know, two halves of the speed of sound. Yeah. They are fast. That's a fast bird. Incredibly birds. fast birds. But is it if it's diving? Is it essentially falling? Um. No. Okay, it's, it's gliding. You're right. I, no, no, no. But I, they're reducing. I, I see what you're saying. They're reducing drag, and drag is is their air resistance against their bodies, right, or their wings. Yeah. So it's a controlled descent, right? It's like falling with style. Yeah. As Buzz so, Lightyear would say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well said. All right. I've only got one more fact. So, uh, what's your? Do you? How many do you have left? Uh, I've got a couple left. Okay. Come I think. on. Let's hear them. Um, okay. Uh, so. Birds' heartbeats. Yes. All right? Yeah. And so birds are very, like, obviously they're very diverse. But they can range, and I'm not even going to make you guess here, uh, they can range from around 100 beats per minute while resting to around 1,200 beats per minute while flying. Wow. So that is a... I reckon the hummingbird is is in that latter figure. Yeah. Because, like, the way that they fly, the wings are... They must be working so hard to get those wings flapping that amount. Yeah, and they're small as well, aren't they? And they're small, so they're going to have a high metabolism. Uh, and they, yeah, that's why they can they can flap so fast. Wow. I guess. Oh, their little heartbeats. Anything else? This is uh, an interesting fact, actually. Mm-hmm. For a long time, and this is about bird song. For a long time, it was assumed that female birds don't sing in the northern hemisphere, mm. uh, and it was an assumption made by at the time the ornithologists were mostly men uh, and it was assumed that this was just a global thing because they were like oh, only the only the male birds sing and so that I mean it could be sexism or it could just be like, that's what they saw but then it was actually in Australia they found that there were females that were singing mm-hmm. uh, and it was resisted for quite some time I think that uh, that idea because it was so kind of indoctrinated in, in, in ornithologistic documentation and literature mm-hmm. that, uh, that mm-hmm. people didn't believe it and now uh, and finally they got the proof and it is they, so. di- they didn't believe they didn't believe that females birds would yeah. sing so they, they could just so couldn't get that the, the-, the theory that yeah. it was just all males hmm yeah it's funny I mean there are I, I do think there are we've definitely got species here that mm. where the male sings and the, and the female doesn't but I would yeah I can't I would be hugely surprised if it's it's not it can't be all species. In fact, it's yeah. not. It's not. 
But yeah, that is a... It's only the last 20 years that that's wow. happened. And you imagine how long people have been studying birds. Yeah, yeah. It's only in the last 20, mi- 20 years, sorry, not 20 minutes, uh, that uh, people have realised that. Uh, so that's, that's good to know that we're still learning. Oh my God, We're yes. still learning so much more. Oh, yes. And also, while I'm on birdsong, mm-hmm. this is a cool fact. Go on. Whale song, yeah. if you speed it up, guess what it sounds like? Birdsong. Yes. What? I mean, it goes back to the metabolism thing and the size thing, right? Whoa. So, you know, and like obviously, you know, evolution and so on. Aww. That's an interesting fact. And, oh, and whale song is so beautiful as well, isn't mm. it? And just like, you know, both birdsong and whale song, they're just quite magical to listen to, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, and uh, also, mm-hmm. also. <laughs> yeah. Nice segue there. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, actually, like just going back to you say, it's beautiful to listen to. It. And you think, actually, like about the vocal capability of the bird, right? They can the, the range of pitch and the speed of the changes of pitches and the and the, the frequency of the different like beats and so on mm-hmm. is is actually I think it's the most it's the most co- complex vocal ability of any animal. I'm pretty sure. Sorry to interject we have a species of bird here it might be it might be the wren or there's some there's something that we have where i think it's got two um like vocal cords or something mm. so it can project one set of notes through one and then another set of notes through another yeah so which, they can do two they can do two, two tones at the same yeah, time yeah, yeah. yeah which kind of makes sense because there are some some very intricate complicated mm. bird songs that are, where there's just so many notes in there that you, you can't it's like uh, quite it's amazing how they're they're um they're singing that yeah. way should we finish off with one more fact each yeah i got a story fact yeah okay do you want to go first i'll go first basically how many bird species of the uh, are there in the world Approximately. I'm going to guess... Oh, There's going to be loads. 125,000? Not... No, nowhere near as many, actually. Oh. Um, according to the RSPB website, there are 10,000 species of bird in the world. So I was out by a whole order of magnitude <laughs> there. You were... I didn't want to... I didn't want to make you feel bad there, there. Yeah. yeah, that was a bad guess. <laughs> like, well, I've pr- proved it. I said I'm not knowledgeable about birds. No, but you have actually today given us lots of facts. Most of them probably incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we can, you know, t- take this episode with a teeny tiny pinch of salt, but um, it is mostly fact, isn't it? We've we've done some research here. <laughs> yeah, and, and feel free to write in and tell us, tell us what we've gone wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hear your last fact. Okay, it's more of a, it's a story fact, okay. uh, and it's about the honey guide bird. Have you ever heard of the honey guide bird? Mm, I feel like it's ringing a bell, but I can't picture it. It's an East African bird. Okay. Uh, and it has formed an interesting relationship with the Yale people. Uh, I may be pronouncing that wrong, and I'm sorry if there's any Yale people listening. Uh, feel free to write in. <laughs> and this has been going on around 500 years. So the birds, the honey guide birds... And they're called honey guides for a reason. They love the wax cones inside the beehives. And they can spot them up in the trees, but they can't crack the hives open. And they might actually get stung by the bees, right? Yeah. So they've got a problem there, but they love the, the, the wax cones, right? So 
they've developed like this relationship with the, with the tribes, uh, and they take the, so the, the they've got an agreement where the the Yao people take the honey and they leave the wax cones for the birds, and so they've got actual calls. So the 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 people do a bird call of their own mm-hmm. when they when they want to find the honey. Uh-huh. Right, and then they call the birds, yeah. and what, and then the birds will come, and they'll show where they spotted the things. And then, then they'll climb up the tree, they'll 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 get them down, and then then they both get what they want. But what's even more interesting, mm-hmm. I think, is that the birds have a call specifically when they're trying to call people when they've spotted one oh. as well. Uh, so they're not calling other birds; they're calling people. So that's oh, oh I love it. I love that when like. Um, humans and animal uh, wildlife sort of mm. work together uh, for, for something that, where it benefits them both. I feel like I've seen that on quite a lot of documentaries in Japan. I feel like mm. there's a thing in Japan as well. Like I feel like there's a lot of like um, working together with wildlife. De- yeah, definitely. I, I think I remember seeing something about like a bird that would well, well a family that were I think they were um, rice farmers, and they would t- tell exactly when to harvest the rice mm-hmm. uh, because or, or maybe to sow the rice or to sow the seeds I can't remember but uh, when a certain bird that came back every year mm-hmm. would come and like nest in their loft yeah. <laughs> and then they they knew it was the right time oh, I love it that's a great fact to end on thank you Sean oh, it's been absolutely my pleasure good um, well yeah so uh, I hope you've hope you've enjoyed those uh, birdie facts guys and uh Sean, Shawnee G, thank you for coming on. Hope to have you again soon. I think we've got lots in the pipeline. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you very much, Holly. Goodbye. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if you have any birdie questions you'd like me to explore in this podcast, you can get in touch via my Instagram at Winging It With Holly.